actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. And that's right, you do have to respect us for that because we do walk with integrity and we are bringing the news, views, opinions, and attitudes. And yes, we live right in the real world. We expose the real world to you and you decide how to live right. And today, Jesse, we have a mixed bag, but boy, are we going to talk about the real world today. We absolutely are. So it'll be a great discussion. Stay tuned till the end because... As we said, it's a mixed bag today, so it's going to go in a lot of different directions. That's right. There's a lot of different conversations that are going to happen here today. And uh, we, where we want to start out, Jesse, is there was apparently some controversy over our uh, Podbean exclusive uh, episodes that we're doing with the military analyst, a.k.a. Chris Wilson, and yesterday's broadcast was a little bit shocking to people it was you know um basically to sum it up chris gave uh we'll just say a view of what he believed to be or what he was told was true history and so you know that included things like you know the location of the true israel and things like that. And, you know, he talked about King David and Solomon and, you know, went into the supports for that belief. But I think, you know, afterwards, what I was picking up was that a lot of people, you know, kind of were shocked and there's this initial fear reaction. And I believe at the core of that reaction is people are questioning you know, have I been deceived or am I being deceived? And they don't know, you know, they're in that place of wrestling, not knowing what the truth is. And so, you know, it kind of was like this huge minefield that people found themselves in. And so what I want to kind of just discuss for a little bit here is how do we navigate that when we find ourselves suddenly in those information minefields. And and just before you go there, Jesse, I want to add a comment because we've been doing these for about four weeks now. And the very first week, I really laid out the fact that he has different beliefs than we do. Uh, I've constantly laid out the fact, and we have, you know, uh, about 300 episodes of us saying there's 66 books in the Bible. We believe God can hold a book together. Uh, we've made our beliefs very clear. And on that very first episode, I did step in and say, listen, uh, he's talking about ascended masters. We believe that they have different spiritual characteristics than what he believes. And there was some criticism of me. Hey, give the guy a chance to speak. And so I've made a blanket statement, even in the one we did yesterday, that, look, we have different beliefs. And I've said, I've repeated it a couple of times, but I'm going to honor him and let him speak. And the reason we're letting him speak is, first of all, he has a lot of good information. You might not have liked what he said yesterday, but he has a lot of good information. And I knew that was going to be controversial. I didn't know what he was going to say in his intro. and. That one's a little bit harder for us to deal with. I'm going to put that out there. However, 
Um, I think there's some answers that are going to lay in some of the things that we're going to put out uh, today in addressing it. But we we care for the man, we honor the man, we honor his service, we honor his dedication, and we really feel his heart is true to put out information to attempt to save yeah. humanity. And I think the value in that, you know, it's it's very similar to my my experiences. You know, I've talked about how, you know, I was exposed to government experiments and projects as a child. Um, with that, you know, in that system, the Lord allowed me to be in this place where I had to learn all the information that they're putting out. And they do put it out as truth. You know, they want you to willingly agree with them that it is truth. So we have to first be mindful uh, for individuals who are in that place that, you know, there have been things that have happened in their lives that the enemy has used to, you know, bring them to that place where this is where their belief is. You know, they believe this is true. And, you know, when we've got those red flags going up, you know, as we're hearing the stuff that he's presenting as truth, and in our mind, you know, we're hearing danger, danger, we often feel like there's only one response, and that's to walk away, that's to separate ourselves from that individual, and to, you know, then secure ourselves in the word of God, which that last part is the right appropriate response. We need to always secure ourselves in the word of God. And, but, and Jesse, we also trust our audience that they know the word of God because we continually right. pound on it. You don't know a counterfeit unless you study the real thing, which is the word of God. Absolutely. But then the next step is, you know, because you know the word and because, you know, you stand firm in that, you know, don't let it then be a closed door. You know, this is opening a whole avenue. Uh, Chris is not the only individual with those beliefs, which is partly why we feel it's important to allow him the platform to speak because these, you know, deceptions, the, this system of belief thinking is really coming out heavy right now. And the great apostasy. Right. And we need to be in a place where we're not just like, you know, like, well, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm closing that door. We need to take the next step. You know, we care about people. And unless you know and understand their belief system and the structure of it, how can you? witness and bear testimony to them and interact with them if you just close that door. So, you know, there's many people who are coming in alongside of Chris who have these same beliefs and we have to not be fearful to first say, Hey, I disagree. Or I see things a little differently. What about this? You know, this is what scripture says these are my supports for the scripture and for my belief. And we need to learn to really engage with others and to engage with those belief systems, um, you know, and be able to bring the truth of God in all of his glory to that. 
Um, so I guess, you know, that's kind of what I really wanted to bring out. And also to be sensitive, um, you know, I noticed that a lot of people, their first reaction towards Chris or people, you know, it may not just be Chris, it may be others who are pushing the same belief system, that their first response is to attack. And, you know, especially with Chris, you have to remember that his situation is similar to mine, that, you know, in the military, these are things that you know, you know, they've presented it to you as truth. He's seen things that you would not believe, you know, they show him proofs, they show him things that make it, you know, secure that belief in his mind that what they're telling him is true, whether that's, you know, viewing UFOs, whether that's being allowed into certain dumb military bases where he's seeing other experiments and projects going on, whether it's being, you know, given access to some of those underground cities, he's seen things that in his mind support this belief. So, you know, for him then to come forward with things that he's been told that if he breaks that code of silence, it's death. Um, that's the same position I've been in. Yeah. So, you know, for him to courageously get on and to, he's not, he's not giving us pieces. He's giving us the information as he knows it, as he's learned it in its fullness. And, uh, you know, we have to then be faithful to disseminate through and work through that information. But, you know, like yesterday, um, some of the things that, you know, came about, um, we have to acknowledge, does the military have hidden cities? Does the military, you know, have um duplicate cities yeah um do they have programs where they are using women for breeding absolutely so those are the truths that we pull out of the information that he's giving and you know for him to even give those locations where things are happening that's a huge risk for him you know, he's putting his life on the line to share what he knows. And we need to be mindful of that and, you know, not be attacking. Um, it is okay to say, hey, you know, I disagree with this thought and this is my disagreement. But we need to, you know, I think of faithfulness to God, you know, that we are stewards of the truth and we are stewards of, you know, engaging with others who are bound in that deception. So, you know, we need to use this as an opportunity of engagement, not an attack and then walking away. You know, that's not going to get anything accomplished in the kingdom of God. You know what? I'm compelled to share a couple things here. Um, and first of all, the, the first one is if you were one of those persons who listened to it and said, Oh no, no, this is false knowledge. Congratulations. You know, the real knowledge, <laughs> you know, congratulations right. to you. 
Uh, but there are truths we're pulling out of it. And there's a reason why uh, we are putting on this. And, and I'm going to actually share with you, I, I'm not undressing the guy, but I'm going to share a bit of a private conversation that I had with Chris uh, and how it came about. So first of all, uh, I was connected uh, to Chris through a mutual friend, someone who's very, very founded in the word, very founded. Uh, in my conversations with Chris, uh, and we've talked for about three weeks and actually argued quite a bit, <laughs> you know, because I was making my where we stand very clear. He was making where he stood very clear. And we came upon the agreement that I would you know, let him share his point of view. But one of the things he has said to me is, he goes, I don't have the revelation of God that you have. And he wants that revelation of God that we have, but he does not have it. He says, I see, he goes, I see you and Jesse speaking to me as people of God who were anointed. And he has a desire for that. Uh, and he's also, and I'll just say this, if you listen to the earlier broadcasts, he admits to have being part of a mind control program in the military. He was very high ranking. He was literally, uh, you know, in the final, uh, processes of top military secret weapon systems and he was the guy actually selling them to foreign nations like Saudi Arabia and to uh to Israel Israel so he was very very high up there he was privileged to high knowledge and you don't get a lot of people I would say I'm sure there's some that get through that do not get those privileges unless you are somewhat controlled. And military is all about control and following orders. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we need to just be, I think all the more, you know, in light of that, how do we, you know, we know the truth and we have this individual, he's not coming on the platform just to disseminate his information. He understands our mission that, you know, mm -hmm. we're bringing forward these truths. He has more to add that supports, complements things that I've said about the system beliefs and the, uh, the system's deceptions. So he's bringing that information in its fullness from this very high top position. And you know, at the end of the day, we have an individual who sees that we experience God and he's longing for that experience of God as well. So as a community, that needs to be our focus. How do we um, enter into that place where we're experiencing God together with him, you know, and sharing that experience um, you know, attacking certainly isn't going to do anything, um, except for drive him in the other direction, you know, drive him to believe that, you know, his way is, is the only way. Um, and, you know, so we need to be very careful, I think, in how we interact and, 
respect goes a long way and trust goes a long way, you know. And, and on a very practical matter, Jesse, look, we pray before every single show. And I personally believe Chris is an answer to one of my prayers or to one of our prayers, I should say. I, I believe we, that too. I will say that. I, I believe he is an answer from God. Since we started working with Chris and doing these on Podbean exclusively, we do them separate from our main show. I don't even give them episode numbers uh, because it is outside of our show is the way I consider it. Uh, but because of the platform, uh, it goes it goes in a bit of a different direction, uh, cyber world way, because we're doing them live and the way we're doing them with him. And did you know we've picked up about 2,000 people with Chris who would have never come into our uh, ecosystem here, you might say. And so by coming in with that intel, it's because they're interested, they're seeking out truth. And then we pray, they stay with us, and they find out even greater intel and even greater truths. And the mm -hmm. definitive truth, which is what we believe to be our Lord and Savior, the one who died on the cross, rose again to cover us with his blood and the remission of sins, and we go into the kingdom for all of eternity. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yeah, I guess we'll just we'll leave it there. You know, should, I, the, should I go into John 15 now, Jesse? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we were, we were talking this morning about, um, that the Lord has had me in this study on righteousness. And this morning I was looking at the scepter of righteousness and the Lord brought me to two verses. Uh, the first passage was Psalm 125. And, you know, so this is a great verse to remember Psalm 25 or sorry, 125 uh, verse one, that when we, you know, when we know that truth and we're in that trust relationship with the Lord, it says those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved and abides forever. And that that trust brings us into that place in our relationship with God where we are like that firm mountain, we can't be moved and we're in that place of abiding, which that's where, you know, we get even more powerful. We've been discussing, you know, how to steward different areas of our life, including our prayer life. So Jeff, why don't you share, you know, the, the power and the effects of being in that place of abiding? I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruits, he prunes it so it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Yeah, so it brings us into that place of you know, when all of our armor is in place, that righteousness serves um, as that catalyst for effective prayers that availeth much. 
you know, his word says that the, the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And, you know, why is that? Because righteousness brings us to that place of abiding and through abiding brings us to that place of bearing fruit and that fruit goes out and avails much. Um, so this leads us into, well, we're going to just talk about prayer for a minute and then we're going to get into some intel. But, you know, last night, Jesse, we we had church. Mm-hmm. We and did. we did a... Uh, impromptu voice chat there was maybe 40 to 50 people on there because we don't announce it uh literally we were talking on the phone and said hey let's do this and we went on and uh and we actually ran into some family issues during that time which we're not going to talk about here uh but what is church it's when the believers congregate and we congregated and even though we discussed some things we also prayed about some things and we gave all the glory to God, even in the issues that came up during that God was glorified and, and we handled things in, in my estimation, Jesse, in a biblical way. And when you do that, it bears fruit. It absolutely does. So, as I as I always like to say, problems are opportunities for power, and so you know you can translate that into uh, bearing more fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is if if yeah. a tree is bearing just a little bit of fruit, and then there's another one, magnificent one next to it, bearing all kinds of fruit, you would say that tree is more powerful. And or why more abundant? And more abundant, but how do you get abundance? It's by being a good manager and by walking in God's word and being the one who, you know, abides in him. And as we abide in him, we get more fruit. Now, there is one exception to this rule that the Bible actually does not address, Jesse. Hmm. What's that? YouTube analytics. (laughs) (laughs) The more fruit you bear... (laughs) The worst, the the less powerful of a stream you have, <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, that is fu- so funny. <laughs> we will get back on. We shall navigate the program. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Uh, I I think Truth Social's around the corner. I have high hopes for it, but I'm actually liking Odyssey uh, right now as well. Again, things yeah. cannot be deleted from there. Uh, it works good. We're missing the chat feature, but I'm working on that as well. We're on a, we're adding more platforms and maybe D live, but you know, I don't want to rebuild something when we have this potentially great platform a month away. Right. right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and by the way, uh, some people have asked, do we have a website? We do actually, it's right on radio.podbean.com. All of our episodes are there. Uh, all of our links are there. Everything is there. So, yep. you know, we don't <laughs> we we don't really need to to pr- bring on the expense and another big management of managing another uh like a right on radio.com. It just uh, that's just a distraction, you know, right, right now from the ministry. It's the way I see it anyways. 
Um, yeah. All right. Should we should we continue on the frequency thing, Jesse, that we talked about? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I'm going to release some information that I received back in the summer that is maybe controversial. And where this information comes from, if you've been with us for a little while, uh, you probably know the story that in the beginning of the summer, I was going to, ex in my mind, expose the uh, Letter 17 organization uh, working with the light side of the system. Mm -hmm. And it was going to probably be a little bit damning the way I was going to present it. And it was at that time that uh, I found out, Jesse, that everything I type onto my keyboard or on my phone, every word I say, every phone call I make is being monitored. <laughs> right. <laughs> How do I know well, this? <laughs> <laughs> because I got a phone call. And this was a person. Uh, Jesse knows who the person is. I've only told two people. Jesse is one of them. Uh, she can confirm that this person is real. And this person was working with, let's say, that uh, letter 17 operation. And this person, by the way, is is fairly well-known name. Uh, I'm sure just about everyone in our community would know the name. If And eventually it will come out. At this point in time, I cannot bring it out. But this person, you know, basically, you know, is a is a phone call away from uh, from forty five. It's fair yeah. to say they talked more than once a week. Uh, this person has seen things that are verified now. Uh, he's seen the transfer of gold. He has been in the Vatican, you know, underneath in the tunnels. Uh, he has done a lot of things on behalf of this movement. And literally, it was about a week before I, we were going to do this expose, and I was building up to it on air <laughs> that we're going to do this, right? Uh, that I got this phone call, Jesse. And if you'll remember correctly, this person called me and let me ask questions for about an hour and a half. Yep. And he answered every single question, well, except for one. <laughs> except for one should i release that what that question was jesse i don't think i've ever said it on the air sure i think so so he answered all my questions for about an hour hour and a half maybe hour 15 i i forget uh exactly let's call it an hour and 15 minutes but <laughs> the last question i had for him was what Somerset Belanov's role in this? <laughs> and he didn't answer. Just, uh, the, silence. just the silence. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, he never told me not to expose what I was going to expose. I was never told not to do it. But after he answered all of my questions, I had an understanding that it was probably best that I didn't. And, and quite honestly, at this time, Jesse, I think most people have figured out that the good guys, this alliance, uh, definitely have to work with the light side of the system. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. just no There's other no way, way around it. it. Yeah. 
yeah, it, there's a collaborative, you know, I've brought out that too, that you've got a collaboration of, you know, white hats, black hats, and light side of the system in this end. You know, they're all working for the common good that even the those who are, you know, from the dark side of the system who are in that want to see the crimes to children and humanity stop. And, you know, that's the common good that everybody's working towards. Fervent, yeah, and they, they literally are trying to take, they are literally taking down the dark side yeah, of the system. Yeah, we've got dark side of the system. Without a fight. Yeah, we've got dark side of the system people literally helping to bring down yeah. that system. So, you know, they, they're done with serving that and, you know. And, and so, so where does it go from there? Well, first of all, we know, we all know what the Bible says. The, the good guys know what it says. The white hats know what it says. The dark hats know what it says. So everyone knows that there's a conclusion that is going to be reached. But what happens in between the time of that conclusion? So let's say the allied forces are working with the uh, the light side, okay? So they want to accomplish the same goal, and then they battle for supremacy, just like the uh, the light side and the dark side are battling now. And even people in the dark side are battling for positions. They're all battling against everyone. So it's like, let's right. see where God makes the chips fall, because no one knows what God will do in the midst of this. We know the right. dark side's plan. No one knows exactly what God will do. Although we still are waiting for that Red Sea moment and that suddenly moment, which I firmly believe Jesse is coming. Well, I couldn't agree more. You know, I believe that, you know, every single massive, you know, miraculous event that we see in scripture, there comes this moment where every eye that sees, every ear that hears has to acknowledge there is a living God. And that's the moment that's going to come, you know, where no matter where you're at in your faith, you're going to come to that moment where there is no more wavering. You have to decide in light of what you see and hear, do you believe and are you willing to come into that relationship with God? And it is coming. So let, let's get back to frequency uh, now that I've explained about that phone call. So one of the things that I asked about was this uh, 5N6G mm -hmm. coming, okay? So what this person told me was, yes, all the 5G towers are going up. And by the way, 6G is really the goal, okay? Make no mistake, 6G is really the goal. In fact, I have something really interesting to read uh, for you, read to you about 6G. But what was told to me is Trump had to beat them. And, and I have a speech. Actually, I could play a bit of his speech about him talking about we have to beat them to be dominate, dominant in this technology before they become dominant. He wants to quash them. And he said that very publicly. He did it from the White House uh, press room. And essentially what I was told about that was Yes, they're using that technology, but they're adding a certain magnet 
that squashes the technology and actually changes it to a 432 hertz, which resonates with the earth and with your body. So yeah. taking something evil, but yet technological, because we need it to survive in the world that's coming, because the rest of the world is going to be on it. Uh, he was doing this in the United States. Now, Canada, I can't say the same thing was happening. But And by the way, I cannot verify that. I have seen other reports saying it, but I do not have evidence of that happening. I'm just putting out there what I was told by someone connected to Trump. Yeah. The other thing that he told me was with the patents that they're putting into people. Got to keep going on that word, those words. Patents are pure bloods. <laughs> <laughs> so the, in regard to the patents that are being put into people, he said that 45 had to rush it through. And what was happening is, if you'll remember correctly, uh, 45 had said that he was going to have, you know, these things are being made in warp speed time. And he was using the military to distribute it all over the country. Yeah. So now there was only a couple months during president, the during 45's term, really till January 20th, that it was being distributed by the army under his administration. Let's keep that in mind. Okay. Dates are important. But what I was told. And we didn't know that what was going to happen on November 3rd at that point in time when I was, because this was told ahead of time. But what I was told was that those original doses were actually HQ. Interception. Hydrochloroquine. So it wasn't even a placebo. It was actually the, uh, what do you call it? The, not yeah, not the an antidote yeah an antidote uh i'm losing the word uh, that i'm looking for but uh so that's what was happening and and now so he could say look this is what i was doing and as far as i know it's still that but he has to continue saying this until all the evidence becomes overwhelming and then people act yeah so those are the two things that uh I needed to uh, get out there. And as I say, I don't have evidence of either one. I'm just letting you know that's what I was told. And it's time to get it out there because we've been talking a lot about these nanobots going into people and the patents and everything else. Yeah. And the Voice of God yeah. project. Right. But now, speaking of uh, of 5G, and I said 6G is the uh, the goal. So Huawei is the biggest company in the world doing this. And you remember DJT had to replace Huawei and said, no, 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 they can't work mm -hmm. on this continent. Remember he said right. that. Right. And that's on what this he said, continent. <laughs> on this continent. So this is directly from Huawei's website. Okay. 6G is the next generation advanced mobile communication system but it will go far beyond communications. 6G will serve as a distributed neural network that provides communication links to fuse the physical, cyber, and 
biological worlds truly ushering in an era in which everything will be sensed, connected, and intelligent. This, in turn, will lay a foundation for the intelligence of everything in the future. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> without without saying a whole lot, um, you know, <clears throat> what we're looking at is that it's it's doorways, it's access to different dimensions, different sensory perceptions. So as it increases, you know, they're trying to open more and more of those spiritual senses, which have been really suppressed in us since we were very small. Um, you know, so that's the doorways that are being opened are the spiritual perceptions. Jesse, you just led me to something that I want to I want to play a video if I may. And uh, and I want to thank Shiloh for finding this and posting it. Uh, so this is a video. It's two minutes long, and it's from a computer game called Area Fifty One, and this was in two thousand and five release. Okay. Just give me a second because I wasn't, I didn't really plan on doing this, but I think we need to share it at this point. (laughs) So again, 2005 is when this video game came out and what you're going to watch here is a clip from it. And by the way, if you're just listening on Podbean, that's okay. You're seeing basically a humanoid guy. It doesn't matter. It's the words that matter here. Some have called our plans a Luciferian conspiracy. But they will not say such things after the coming of the new guard. They will hold their tongues. Not because they have had a change of heart, but because... (laughs) Well, because they will already have rotted out from the inside. The chips we've implanted in the majority of the population under the guise of vaccinations allow us to watch the watchers. Now, how could anyone say the pact was a bad thing? And it ends with the Illuminati symbol. An engineer requires finesse to manipulate both the pathogen. Sorry, I'll pause it there, Jesse. Yeah, I was just going to say it ended, his little speech ended with the symbol of the Illuminati triangle and the global realms going around. And, and you know, yeah, and but it, now imagine your kid playing this game and you didn't know anything, you didn't know God, you're just an average Joe, goes to work, you know, go, comes home, eats dinner, watches TV, right? Average right. person. And you see your kid playing that, and then, <laughs> that's kind of funny. You don't even take it seriously as a parent. And parents didn't, obviously. So shall we continue, Jesse? Yes. And the population in a way that accomplishes the desired effect. It necessitates extensive lab work, followed by a series of controlled study groups. 
One such example of a localized control group was the 1976 experiment in a Philadelphia hotel. We were able to successfully introduce the pathogen, which became commonly known as Legionnaire's disease. It became the model for more complex experiments released into larger population groups, such as HIV and the SARS virus. Okay, I just got to stop it there. Has this not been making news <laughs> recently? Right. <laughs> and by the way, you know, who's in charge of all this stuff and who pulled that fraud about the HIV and the AIDS? Who was it? Is he America's veterinarian doctor? <laughs> Fauci! Ebola has been the most virulent of our population-tested experiments and the most difficult one to keep in. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, as well as the World Health Organization, act as our preliminary survey team, gathering statistics and data of the virulence of the pathogens we have released. They also monitor established outbreak parameters, so the pathogens remain under our direction. The end result of these controlled experiments was to be the resurgence of bubonic plague and smallpox to create a pandemic, allowing the government to control the surviving population with considerable ease. <laughs> Some have called our plans a... Wow. Which we know... Remember when the rescue happened in California, it was shortly after that that uh, the bubonic plague broke out in uh, San Francisco among the homeless for the first time in centuries. So, you know, all of this is happening. And exactly as it said, the last form, you know, I mean, I told them, you know, Chicago that 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 uh, Poseidon missile underneath ground there had the mix with the Ebola in it, you know, and that's their goal is to blend it with the different viruses. And after they've hit your immune system with all of these other ones, then they put out the one that, you know, that is going to pack a punch. So... And, and you know what? I'm glad you brought up that immune system because there's no better time to take care of your immune system than right now, especially if you're a pure blood. You do not want to get this and be forced into a situation where you have to get treatment by the pharmacia. And one of the best ways to do that, Jesse, is to visit My Liberty Stand because My Liberty Stand has specific products that are all natural, American and Canadian made just for you to build up your immune system. And I will tell you something. I've never been a vitamin guy. I've never done anything, but I am now. And thanks to yeah. myLibertyStand.com. Sign up now. They also, besides the vitamins, I've been doing like the essential oil for my thyroid and stuff like that. So they've got some other varieties of different uh, holistic um, healthcare methods. So. And after Saturday, we are going to have huge announcements. <laughs> I'm just, I'm we telling are. you, this is a game changer. You want to get involved right now. Look, stop giving your money to the cabal. 
go to mylibertystand.com, put down your information, and someone will contact you. And, and listen, and I've even jumped on a couple of those, and I know Jesse is supporting it as well. Mm -hmm. So you might even get one of us. You never know, but you will get one of your fellow uh, listeners from Right On Radio, and they, it's a concierge service. And by the way, I know in chat there's been a couple people who said they have not been contacted. That has been resolved, and most of the time it is just a very simple error, and sometimes even on the person who said they had not been contacted. So uh, I just want to put that out there, but we will contact you because we want to do business with you. And we want you to support th us this way. And it's just good for your family. Amen. Amen. Jesse, what else did we have today? Oh, we had to talk about 355 again because that's coming up. Yes, that that's huge. We did, if people haven't seen it, that was our episode from Tuesday. Um, in there, we talk about the release of this movie. Um, and wasn't that, that's last or was last night or tonight that that's in the theaters? It's tomorrow night, uh, Friday tomorrow night, night, the seventh Friday night, right. Friday through Sunday, uh, exclusive, not everywhere in the world, by the way. So some people have said, well, it's not, and it isn't exclusive in my neighborhood either, but it is exclusive in a lot of centers around the United States and the UK and India and right. other places where they're only playing this one particular movie. And we brought out a few things about it, about the the spy part, uh, who is controlling it. Uh, I know Good Dog has said, uh, I, someone posted Good Dog saying it's from China, but I'm still maintaining it's BlackRock because BlackRock owns China as well, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. at the end yeah. of the day. Uh, but a couple things have come out and some of the diggers out there have put some great information and they, they looked up codes like in New York and uh, uh, Section 355 is the the getting rid of bonds because if any company is uh, involved in human trafficking or anything like that, they're essentially their assets get dissolved. So that's there. Um, there. There's a few other things. There was a medical code associated with it. There's all kinds of codes associated with 355. But I was talking to my friend Delora uh, O'Brien yesterday who has her own ministry and she brought out you know what, what does the Lord have to say about 355? And, and so she read on her show just this, it comes from Lamentations 3, verse 55. I called on your name, Lord, out of the lowest pit. But that's all she read. <laughs> and I thought, okay, but that's interesting. I called on your name out of the lowest pit. And when we think of the lowest pit, uh, it relates to some of those codes because the human trafficking, the kids in the tunnels, like, you know, and, you know, obviously if you're being tortured near a kid, God, please help me. Even if you don't know God is probably going to be on your lips. Well, even as a, you know, somebody who's a spy or working between governments, somebody who's held captive in serving that system, you know, you're basically in the pits of darkness with that. You are. So let me just read the rest of the chapter. There's only a few more scriptures, but I think when we put it into context, it really gives us hope uh, in this. At least it did to me, and I, I'm sure it will for you. So I called on your name, Lord, out of the lowest pit. You have heard my voice. Do not cover your ear from my plea for relief 
from my cry for help. You came near on the day I called to you. You said, do not fear. Lord, you have pleaded my soul's cause. You have redeemed my life. Lord, you have seen my oppression. <laughs> and I just, okay. <laughs> the the patented versus the purebloods, <laughs> the oppression. <laughs> Judge my case. You have seen all of their vengeance, all of their schemes against me. You have heard their reproach, Lord. All of their schemes against me, the lips of my assailants and their talk are against me all day long. Look at their sitting and their rising. I am their mocking song. You will repay them, Lord, in accordance with the work of their hands. In other words, there's no redemption. They go to the white throne of judgment. It's their works they're judged on. None of us pass that test. No one has good works without salvation. Sorry. You will give them shamelessness of heart. You will curse. Your curse will be upon them. You will pursue them in anger and eliminate them from under the heavens of the Lord. Hmm. Lord says, vengeance is mine. That's right. The last thing so, anybody ever wants is to be pursued by God in that way, you know, where he's coming with his wrath. He has heard your cries, people. And by the way, we cry out together every Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Our singing poor prayer celebration is back this Saturday. And if you want to experience the power of the Holy Ghost, by the way, you don't have to pray, but we encourage you to pray. And don't be intimidated by prayers of people who are really good at it because God doesn't hold them in higher esteem than he holds you. Uh, Listen, I'm a pretty plain spoken prayer person. Mm -hmm. You know, I just pray in the language because God hears what's in my head anyways. So I may as well just use the words in my head like, oh God, please help me. I agree, you know, that it's simply just communicating. It doesn't have to be any special form, any special language. Sometimes just the simple, honest, raw truth is what we need to bring before the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, I'll I'll be honest. I pray every week. I say, Lord, help Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) I do. (laughs) You you turn that around kind of. I, I, Jesse, I pray for you constantly. I know you do, as I pray for you as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess, how about we end, Jesse, with a comedy segment? All right. That sounds great. From, and, and so now this is only 21 seconds long. And, and by the way, if you don't recognize the voice, I'll tell you she's, known as she just passed away actually just before her hundredth birthday. And she's known as a, you know, the queen of Hollywood, you know, she looked great right to the very end. She was funny. She was tenacious, a little bit raunchy, kind of like a dirty grandma, but you know, she did a skit and uh, it's a little bit in your face, I, I would say. And uh, I think, it, I think it's worth showing. 
So just give me one second here to add this back in. Now, let me do this. All right. So this is the famous Betty White in just some of her, one of her most recent comedy sketches. I don't know when it's from, but she's pretty old. So I'm saying recent. People always ask me how I stay so youthful. I tell them I eat well, get plenty of rest, and every third Sunday, I drink the blood of a virgin. And these days, they're getting harder and harder to find. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So she has a chalice, which is interesting. She obviously put in some, like, Dracula teeth. You know, that was maybe, funny. Maybe they were real, Jeff. We don't know. <laughs> you know, the point in the in showing that, Jesse, is just because, you know, listen, a few years ago, even knowing God, I would have seen that and I would have, ah, she's a pretty funny old lady. Now we know. Yeah. Probably, probably bragging. Yeah. Telling us exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it. And, you know, very interesting. Very interesting. So uh, because it was a comedy routine, I thought I would share that with our audience. <laughs> and, you know, we need to question those things. So very good. Well, like my judgment <laughs> for putting that on. <laughs> Yeah, I was questioning that just a little bit, Jeff. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, anyways, well, listen, thank you for uh, for watching. Uh, we're going to be back on Sunday. Uh, we don't know if we'll be back on YouTube on Sunday. We're supposed to be, uh, but we will be on Odyssey. We are always on Podbean, and uh, and we're on a couple of new – if you're on Twitch, we're on there. I Don't ask me how to get there. I don't know nothing about it, but we're streaming there now all of a sudden and uh, we're going to see what happens there but uh, we're waiting for this new platform and we'll we'll kind of go from there so uh, any final thoughts Jesse I would encourage people to join you know the events coming up so Saturday evening don't forget we've got uh, possibly Saturday night sermon we also have the sing and pour prayer group at 8 following that and uh, we'll see you Sunday yeah, we will have we will have the Saturday night sermon. It'll be on whatever platforms we're on at the time. Yeah. Uh, it will be there. But most importantly, and and by the way, I know the sermon. I've already seen uh, parts of it. It's really good. It's the beginning. Of, it's a continuation, I should say, of the of a series of wisdom, which is a great way to start the year. Is with wisdom for sure. Absolutely. But the power behind what we're doing. Uh, it's one thing you need to be energized and, you know, faith comes from hearing, from studying and knowing the word of God. That's what the sermon is about, but it's the action that is the real powerhouse. And that is our sing and pour. It's on telegram. The links are below. It's going to be on the main channel. The one that just says right on radio. Uh, we also have a chat channel, a digs channel, a prayer channel, but it's on the right on radio main channel, 8 PM Eastern. Uh, so just go on the app, go to 
it. And when you go onto the main channel at the very top of the page, it'll say join and click the thing join and you will be praying along with us. So in the meantime, remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor and make a difference in your community.